hello, hello. Another edition of the Tony D Podcast brought to you by Flooring is Forever is underway. Thank you so much for listening, liking, subscribing, all that stuff that you do on the social media channels. We have a lot to discuss in the world of IndyCar. Uh, We'll have another podcast coming up later on over the next couple of days talking about the future of the Colts, giving you some college football predictions as well. We'll keep it strictly to the racing scene here on this episode of the Tony D Podcast. We've got Miles Rowe coming on the show. He's going to uh, look back at his first career F2000 win this past weekend at New Jersey Motorsports Park, the first African-American driver to win um, in any form of sanctioned racing under the IndyCar banner, which is awesome. Um, I met him a few months ago back at the Speedway. Very well-spoken. Um, great kid. That's crazy. He's 21. I'm 32, and I'm calling him a kid. Does that mean I'm getting old? Um, but you're going to love that conversation, so stick around for that. We're going to dive into some of the things that I've mentioned about that Western Road Swing for IndyCar um, and the test that happened for Yunkos Hollinger Racing out at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway on Wednesday as well. First and foremost, a big thanks to Flooring is Forever. Flooringisforever.com, 317-755-1246. Here locally in Indianapolis for over 20 years, Harley and the gang at Flooring is Forever have you covered if you're in the market for new flooring, providing you honesty, quality, and value for the flooring that's just right for you. 317-755-1246. All right, so Wednesday, I just so happened to be meeting a friend out at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway to go over a few things with the website and um, other things that I'll get to at a later date. And we're sitting up there, and, and I hear what seems to be any car. Now, I thought they were going to continue the eight-hour test, which they might have later on in the day, um, the eight-hour test that comes up for the race in October. Um, and I was like, wait a minute, that's an Indy car? And then I saw it come down. Uh, the Holman Boulevard there, and I thought to myself, wow, is this a two-seater? And as the car got closer, I thought, is this Colton Herta? Because the livery on the car looked exactly like the capstone, white and green with some orange livery that Colton Herta had had, and then it came by, and it was the number 77 Hooncoast Hollinger Racing um, entry, and I was like, all right, well, we'll watch a few laps um, of Column Eilat's initial IndyCar test here at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And I decided, all right, I'm going to watch his line because I've watched cars come through here. I mean, because there's been, what, six road course races for IndyCar over the last 400-plus days. So I've I've seen everybody go through. Um, and I decided to pull out the old stopwatches to see where his, his times would stack up. And so I did three or four laps coming right out of the pits, which I would imagine would be his fastest laps. And I'm like, minute 21, a minute 20, a minute 20. Like, I mean, this dude's like way off the pace. This is maybe, you know, they're maybe, you know, in, in on the oval, you've got rookie orientation where you have phase one at 210. And, and I thought, but man, I don't know if they do that on road courses. Well, then come to find out they were testing with the carousel, um, which Formula One runs, which would be kind of on the inside of Oval Turn 4, right before you hit the Holman Boulevard there down the quote-unquote backstretch of the road course at the Speedway. So I thought, well, that would make more sense then. And why are they doing this? Well, what I've been talking about over the last couple of weeks is there is still a contingency plan in place just in case Portland because of COVID and Long Beach, which would only be ran at 100% capacity, 
um, were to be scrapped and you're looking for um, a couple of new races. Now, Roger Penske loves to obviously host the road course at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway when needed. We learned that last year with the Harvest Grand Prix. It makes sense from a business standpoint. It makes sense from a financial standpoint for most of these teams that are located here in Indianapolis that don't have to pay for hotel rooms and fuel to get the transporters cross country, right? So it, it, it makes sense. But the race gets spread out, and you're begging for a caution as a fan at any point throughout the final 20 laps of the race. So if they are going to do that, which is not set in stone, I would say it's probably 60-40, chance that the Western Road Swing goes on, 40% chance that it doesn't. We don't know. I don't think anybody really knows because of COVID and how, uh, you know, Portland's a little bit different than what we are here in Indianapolis or, or elsewhere in this country. So um, they did test that to maybe do a different configuration if indeed they do need to come here, um, which I was told would maybe be in October. We shall see. Um, you know, I, I've talked to some, 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 some crewmen on different teams and they've said it's definitely you know, been mentioned, been discussed, but you, we don't know until we know. And it may be one of those things where we're going, let's go. We got to pack up and get the hell out of here. Or, hey, we're simply packing up to drive around the corner to get to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. So we'll see what happens on that front. Um, but they certainly were trying a different configuration of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. The Tony the Podcast is always brought to you by Connor's Pub. We welcome in Connor's Pub here in Broad Ripple. Great food selection. Awesome to watch the upcoming Colts and college football games at Connor's Pub and Broad Ripple. Make sure that they are on your list the next time you visit the north side of Indianapolis, especially here during the football season. Say hello to JY, big Bears fan um, as well. All right, let's not keep him waiting any longer. He has his first career win in F2000, it came at New Jersey Motorsports Park last week. He is the driver of the Force Indy number 99 entry in F2000. As mentioned, Miles Rowe joins us. Miles, thanks so much for your time, man. How are you? Hey, thanks, Tony. It's a pleasure to be on. Thank you for having me. Uh, pretty awesome weekend. Um, let's 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 start at the beginning of the race. You start 10th. Now, I've done some spotting in the USF 2000 and the road to Indy. These, these races can get spread out, especially on these on these road courses. 10th to 1st, gaining 10 spots in any race is pretty damn impressive. But to get it done there on the last lap, just take us through your drive. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. It, the, you know, these races sometimes get spaced out pretty often, um, even in these lower these lower class formula cars with, with the arrow push that you receive. Um, but it's even more dramatic here at, at New Jersey. So it was pretty crazy to be able to do that um, in the, in that race, but it was really just, yeah, going into it, you know, knowing that, you know, people might not, their confidence might not be as high and everything like that, or their confidence could be too high, sort of like sort of a thing like that. And they could make mistakes with me. It was just staying level headed, knowing that I can be precise, knowing that I can hit all my marks in these conditions and, and keeping that confidence high and, and just, ego low and everything like that um to do what i need to do uh for those 20 laps and you know just went out there and and focused on everything that i needed to do in in each and every moment um in order to to progress forward not lose time on track battling and and get to the front and uh it worked out real well played the strategy you know exactly as it needed to be so that we could that we can get a uh, position one 
we talk about this on all levels of IndyCar, you know, all the way on down. There's just some tracks that that fit a driver's style, and 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 we know every weekend when this driver shows up at this track, they're always going to be good and competitive. What about New Jersey Motorsports Park? Really fit in the Miles Row racing style? Oh yeah, I mean it's it's definitely my kind of track. Um, the the way that there's a lot of like medium speed corners, which rely on a lot of brake release. Um, you know, a lot of precision in your brake release and effectively and, and knowing how to how to at what point in the corner you should sacrifice to gain more speed out of another part of the corner um so it takes a lot of analyzation and and just a lot of of intuition and and honestly creativity uh with you yourself and and the car uh creativity with not only you but your engineer as well how you how you set up the car so that and and how you drive the car based on that setup to know what your car can do in what part of the corner and 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 actually you know hitting your marks to do that um so new jersey i think fits well for me uh in in terms of that you know we struggled a little bit in the dry i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie or anything like that there was a little bit of struggling in the dry um so it's definitely a track that i i can still i still very much so have have some improvements to make on um but it's definitely um one that that I, I get very, very well because when we we're in the dry, we were only had these little bits of things that we were missing. Um, and it's been like that uh, for, for a little bit around a lot of the tracks just, and I think that's just an experience thing. Um, you know, talking to Parker Thompson and how just being in the car more and more will get you, will get you that time. So yeah, I mean, it's a track that suits me well. And, and I love, I love coming there, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's so low key. It's, it's insane. I mean, it's on iRacing and, and it's got like, it's not even fully completed and stuff and you don't hear anybody really talking about it besides when USF 2000 and Indy pro 2000 go there. But I mean, it's the track is a, is a gem. I mean, it's, it's so beautiful to drive on like the way it flows and everything. It's, it's just, it's, it's really amazing. So, so yeah, love that track and, and yeah, looking forward to coming back to it next year. Now the schedule is a little spread out. You, you, you had a rough go of it at mid Ohio back, you know, around 4th of July weekend. Then you're kind of off for almost two months. Mm-hmm. You know, going into it, you're chomping at the bits. But um, strapping back in last weekend to get in for that first practice had to be a great feeling as well. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, yeah, every weekend, man. I mean, I, I just live to to feel those belts, you know, over my shoulders uh, for the for the very first time. Every time I come to the track, I mean, there's no greater feeling than that when you get strapped in for the first time at a, at another track. Um, to start the weekend, I mean, it's just it's just supercharging your soul, sort of a thing. Um, so yeah, it it felt great to be back, and and yeah, it was just about keeping the confidence high, and and you know, being as precise as possible was was the main goal, and and staying in the present, not thinking about goals at hand when it was time. Um, so yeah, and it worked out well for us. Does it feel like? The- it's a culmination of what's going on this year. You know, there's been a lot of learning. There's been a lot of ups, a lot of downs, putting puzzle pieces together. Hey, we're great here. We got to work on things here, but to be able to culminate that with the team and put everything together has to be, you know, a top of the line feeling. Yeah. It's, it's really cool to, for us to, to all progress together. I mean, it's not like, uh, it's not like I'm starting this um, new and in the team super experienced and everything that all of us are new. Um, and it's it's a really unique experience to go through it, you know, together as a team, um, 
you know, I, I mean, unfortunately, I don't have much experience of, of racing with, with teams like that besides in go-karting where, where they have the experience and you come in and they really educate you on, on the whole, you know, just the world of motorsport in general. Um, you know, but, but we came in it, you know, all of us are new and, and it, it really has helped us, you know, bond a lot more together and, and really, you know, become a whole family, you know, the, the team's a family for us. Indy, it's a family and, and yeah, our, our family goes out there and, and we try to, you know, be, be at the top, you know, we're a very competitive family and, and, uh, we'll, we'll stick together for a very long time. You got it done at the New Jersey Motorsports Park over the weekend in the USF 2000 series for Force Indy, the first African-American driver to win in any of the IndyCar ladder series. Um, what does that mean to you and to bringing newer eyes to the sport of IndyCar and the ladder ranks? Oh, man. I mean, um, yeah, it means so much to me. One thing that I have about motorsports is is the the awareness and uh, of of just fans you know, around the whole world. Um, you know, I really want to bring a lot more awareness to, to IndyCar and, and the, and the you know, the smaller ladder series uh, and IndyCar uh, because it's it's just as competitive as Formula One and, and all the younger ladder series in Formula One. And, and people, I want people to, to love to see it. I want people to want to watch it. I want to have people, you know, want to, you know, be be you know in these breaks i want them to be anxious and, and be waiting for these for these younger ladder series to 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 race um at their next weekends because i mean the racing is just as good as it is in any other series and and yeah you you i just really hope that that this can really help grow you know just just the whole industry um in general give me some names of some people that reached out to you after that win uh this past weekend I mean, I, there's there's been so many people. I mean, friends, family. I mean, Will's reached out to me, congratulated me. Um, I've had a couple people uh, that I've talked to over interviews, like some um, some people from ESP and U and stuff, which which has been awesome. I mean, it's it's been so many people. Like, but really, what I love the most is just all the friends that have that have thanked me. I mean, especially people that I miss, people back home and stuff like that. I mean, it's just cool that you know it. It's it's cool because it brings everybody together, you know, like when when anybody, especially in, in terms of like friends and people and family, you know, when anybody has like the, a successful kind of moment in their life, it 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 brings absolutely everybody together. And, and you all get to look back at, you know, where you were and, and where you are now together as a family, as friends. And it's just it's really cool to it's, you know, stepping stones for everybody to look at um, in life together. And it just brings us all together more together it's, it's it just brings our souls together more i guess you could say so so yeah i, I love that and now that you got that first checkered flag uh, you you've got to be hungrier for more right now it's like okay that's kind of behind us we got that we know we can do it oh, let's yeah. do it more consistent and then possibly you know the the opportunity for advancement here over the next couple of years yeah for sure so i mean um, I, I don't know how I could be hungrier i wouldn't say i'm i'm hungrier for the checkered for the checkered flag because i I've been, I'm, I was so hungry for, for a race win this year, um, kind of a thing, but it's definitely sort of a thing where, where it, 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 of course it boosts your confidence. And, and for me, it, it makes me just want to be even more precise, want to be even more consistent, um, because I know I can, and if I can get a checkered flag in the state I'm in right now, um, it gives me more confidence and and it's going to make me work harder to get more later because if I can get one in the stage I am in now, 
hopefully I can get one in the stage I'm in in another couple months and another couple years and, and increase the amount of check and the, increase the amount of P1s that I get. So October 1st through the 3rd, you're back uh, at Mid-Ohio. Uh, so you're a college kid for the next month. Talk about that life and uh, just a quick turnaround from winning. And then now all of a sudden you're back to uh, going back to school. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, after the race, so Sunday night, uh, after race two that I won and after race three, I had to drive back home to the city and I had to pack all of my belongings in because I was leaving because my lease was ending um, oh. that like the next day. <laughs> so I had to pack all my stuff and then the next day, take all my stuff out, you know, walk up all these stairs, all these New York City stairs and everything, take them down, walk up, take them <laughs> like kind of thing. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, move them and drive the U-Haul, um, move them into my new apartment. So I was really tired after Monday, kind of a thing. Like the weekend didn't stop. It just, it, it kept going. But it was cool, you know, because it was, you know, it's, it's a little evolution. You know, I like to use that word, like evolving, you know, that's what we do. Uh, as souls, you know, on earth is, is we evolve and evolve constantly throughout the day, throughout the month, throughout the year. So it was a little like, you know, you could, you could pinpoint that, that little stepping stone, that little evolution there. Um, so yeah, I've been doing that and, and school starts, uh, this week, Wednesday. Um, so, so yeah, trying to get all my belongings, you know, situated and everything in the new place, um, getting all my, getting everything like settled with my teachers, all the books and everything for college. Um, making sure that I'm up to date on all the schedules. You know, we're in class again, which we haven't had in class, you know, yeah. classes for, for, for a little bit. You know, I'm walking around the city last night and seeing, you know, Pace University students because I go to Pace University in downtown Manhattan. I'm seeing Pace University students walking around again, which I haven't seen in, in like a year, a year and a half. So it's, it's, new, it's, it's just a lot of newness right now. Um, and, and it's going to take a lot of focus, obviously, but you know, it's it's just about di- diverting the focus when when needed, and and knowing when it's time to to focus on one activity, and knowing when it's time to focus on another. Um, and that's life. You know, that everybody has multiple responsibilities, so those are mine. And and yeah, New York City, Manhattan, you can't go wrong with that. What is your major coming up here? Yeah, my major that it that I'm gonna graduate with is is film and screen studies. Well, I think that uh, you know. Maybe in, I don't know, let's say 20, 25 years from now when you, when you become a filmmaker, because I think you're going to have a, you know, 20 year driving career. Yes, uh, let's hope so. Yeah, let's we, hope so. I believe so. We've all got connections, especially here in Indy. You know, we'll get you. We got we got to make some we'll make some films. We'll get you oh, connected. For sure. For um, sure. But yeah, let's 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 get a 20 year racing career out of the way before we start doing that. How about that? <laughs> yeah, whatever. I mean. Whatever it is to be, um, I don't like to predict the future. What, whatever it is to be in the present, whatever feels right um, for the next steps in life um, to evolve and, and to influence, motivate, uh, you know, that's that's what I'll do. Um, so if, 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 if it's a step that I need to make while I'm driving and producing a film while I'm driving, I'll do that. If it's a step that I need to make after, then that's what it is. But right now, I'm focusing on Ohio. At Miles Row Racing on Twitter. Hey, before I let you go, it's an incredible accomplishment to win in any ladder series. And a lot of people don't realize that, um, that maybe don't follow it as much and people should. I mean, a, a lot of these series have two to three races a weekend. It's, it's a tough turnaround on the cruise, especially if some things go wrong, but what is the intrigue for you? You mentioned that the, the competition in IndyCar, but the intrigue to the Indy 500 and getting to that ultimate goal. Uh, what has been the most intriguing part to you? Is it the competition? Is it the speed? Is it 
you know, is it something else? You know, you, you tell me. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a, a deep thinker a little bit. So when I think about why, you know, cause I like to think about the why a lot and I think about why I want to do this, why I want to be an Indy car driver, why I want to go to the Indy 500. And really, I mean, it's a little selfish, but if you think about it, every single entity on this earth is is a little bit of a self-centered, selfish person because you have to survive, you have to grow yourself um, to make sure that that you'll last, that your soul will last um, for however long that is to be. And IndyCar drive, I mean, just motorsports, um, just athletes and motorsports in general, you know, the focus, the dedication, the work ethic that they have, um, the passion, the desire to win, the desire to succeed. When you when you're a part of that, when when you're one battling against another athlete like that, it forces you to to bring a sort of focus, to bring a sort of mentality. Not only in your competition, you know, there in that moment on that weekend or week or whatever it is, but it also ha- it makes you bring that same sort of focus away from that competition, away from the track, away, away from that weekend, away from that week. And it, it brings that focus to you, to your life as well. Um, and when you do that, you, you'll learn, if you do it correctly, you'll learn that you start to really like grow yourself as a person. You start to really become one with yourself. You start to really be, become to know yourself more than you ever known yourself before. You become more honest with yourself. You, you just analyze a lot more and you and you strive to succeed a lot more with your own personal body, your own personal head or your soul, whatever you want to call it. Um, and that, you know, in life, the only thing that we can do um, as souls placed in bodies on this earth is, is grow ourselves, progress ourselves, know more um, and do more to help other people. Um, and and literally, that's what motorsport that's what being an athlete in motorsport literally forces you to do. Um, it's just like a free ticket to evolution, you could say. Um, and yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm all about. You know, all I want to do is is learn more about the world, learn more about people, learn how to be better myself, learn how to, to be better myself so I can help people more in the future um, sort of a thing so that people don't have to help me sort of a thing. Um, and, and being an athlete in, in the motorsports industry it really helps you be able to do that effectively. Miles Rowe with us. Hey, thank you so much for spending some time on the podcast today. Uh, best of luck in school. Best of luck coming up at Mid-Ohio next month. And uh, certainly looking forward to seeing you back on the track next year in 2022 as well. Yeah, for sure. It'll be exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to get on the track in 2022. We have big ambitions and, and yeah, we'll be striving. So, but yeah, thanks. Thanks for this, Tony. It's been awesome. Man, that was awesome. A great conversation there with Miles Rowe. Be sure to follow him and Force Indy on Twitter, Facebook, wherever you get your uh, your social media information from. Uh, looking forward to see what Miles can do over the next couple of years and then getting him to the NTT IndyCar Series. As you can tell, very smart kid, very well-spoken. Uh, was very impressed the first time I met him and uh, looking forward to watching him over the next uh couple of years before he gets to IndyCar. All right, so I had mentioned this uh, a little bit on the website just as far as maybe some silly season stuff. Good to see Oliver Askew running the final three races for Ray Hollard and Atlantic Racing in that 45 car. Um, as I mentioned in that 
um, article, which you can find at TonyDIndy.com. Um, High V, the sponsorship wants an American driver in that car. They have offered or at least have had interest in Santino Ferrucci running as many IndyCar races as he wanted um, and then offered up some sponsorship as well, I believe, for some Xfinity races, which is what he's been doing throughout most of the 2021 season. Um, Ryan Hunter Ray, Salaha Commodity that could maybe land there. I know Ed Carpenter will have some interest if the dominoes fall right inside of the ECR garages. Um, so we'll have to see um, that as well. The UPS store in Fishers off of Olea Road has everything your small business needs when it comes to shipping. At the UPS store, you can have your packages professionally packed by your local UPS store certified package expert. It is back with their pack and ship guarantee. Check out the friendly faces at the Olea Road location in Fishers up off of Guys for all of your future small business needs. 317-578-0094. Um, been a couple days since I've done a podcast. Went out to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Museum last Friday. Uh, my buddy Luke works out there. We um, had been discussing some things. Um, the Rick Mears exhibit is still pretty awesome. Uh, somebody asked me if I've been to the basement. Um, I have. I have been to the basement um, one time. It is incredibly neat and clean down there, first and foremost. That's kind of what stuck out. I mean, there's just some amazing automobiles down there. Um, you know, I, I think the unwritten rule of if you've gone down to the basement at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway is to not speak of the different cars or the variations um, out there. And I think I want to do an article on this. So I'll ask you, the listener, um, if you're a big IndyCar, Indy 500, or, or even an NASCAR fan, what are some cars you would like to see out at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Museum? Now, look, I understand there's so much that goes into it. And, and Jason, um, who is a curator out there, does a great job. Uh, of, of tracking down these cars, finding the history with them, um, and getting them on display. And, and not every car exists either. So let's just say in a fantasy world, like any car you wanted that had, let's keep it, let's keep it a car that is raced at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. So whether that's Formula One, NASCAR, whatever. Um, I would like to see a display um, commemorating the first ever double between the Coke 600 and the Indianapolis 500, which was, I believe, in 1994 with John Andretti, um, Jonathan Birds on the side of the Indy car. Um, was it the uh, Bryant on the 14 Cup car? Anyway, just commemorating, um, commemorating that accomplishment. Obviously, Jeff Gordon's first career, um, Brickyard 401 in the inaugural race would be I'm an awesome car out there to say to see. Um, and I was told that two of my favorite cars used to be in the museum uh, base, but they are no longer there. And that is the Scott Brayton 1995 pole winning car and the 1996 number 32, I believe, was sold in auction about a year or two ago. Um, I think it was in Meekum. I know Meekum had pictures of it. I never actually saw it go through. Uh, which which I believe is at the state fairgrounds, but I never actually saw it go through. So those are a couple cars that I would love to see. Um, you know, I'm a nostalgic 1990s, early 2000s guy. Uh, Juan Pablo Montoya's 2000 Indy 500 winner in there would be uh, pretty slick as well. Uh, just things that remind me of my childhood and racing as a kid going with my grandpa and father. So that may be what you look for, and, and, and maybe there's a car from a different era as well. That you would like in there. So, so at Tony DND on Twitter, um, shoot me those responses. I look forward to it. Thank you so much to Miles Rowe for joining us and getting that set up with everybody at Force Indy. Thank you to Flooring is Forever, Connor's Pub, 
and the UPS store on Olea Road in Fishers. A little football preview coming up over the next few days as well. Look for that on the Tony D Podcast.